Here we are. Holiday special time. Holiday special. Did we remember what the name of this was? A very heapin', special heapin holiday. Heaping holiday. Heaping helping holidays? That's Is that it? it. Something like that. That's right. I was like, what are we talking about? And I remember it. Okay. Uh, yeah, heaping helping helpin of holidays. Is yes. Fun. That's yeah. Fun. Yeah, so this week we're uh, we're we're not looking at a particular year. Mm-mm. We're gonna look at pop culture across the holidays because guess what is it is the holidays. Whether you like it or not, whether They're you here. like it or not, <laughs> they are here. They are mm-hmm. here. And really, our goal is just so if you have to travel, you have something yeah. fun to listen uh-huh. to. Yeah, enjoy the time. Yeah, in the car before you're. <laughs> We or, or something to cry through yes. on the way home. Yes. <laughs> Weep yes. to us. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. We're here to help support you through this mm-hmm. difficult time. Mm-hmm. We're going to just add a calming meditation yeah. at the end mm. of this episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Will we just read a story? Heath, will you just yeah. read a story to help them sure. fall asleep at the end? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Great. Just to forget all your woes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And when you show up to your holiday events, have everyone in your family download this individually. <laughs> <laughs> Just yes. sit there and uh-huh. listen to it. On you their can all listen to it together. Yeah, but, but they yes. should all download it individually. <laughs> individually so we get some numbers up. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Ooh, so it's like playing in stereo uh-huh. as everyone plays it. I like. Or, it. Or I mean, if you're a big fan of the show, another thing I might suggest hmm. is that everywhere you travel, you download the episodes. Yes. So mm-hmm. like, get on someone else's phone and download. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Help us do that. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Mm-hmm. Really, the holidays yeah. are about us marketing ourselves. Obviously. Yes. Yeah. If you haven't thought of a gift for us yet, we are giving you ideas. Yeah, which you're running out of, you're running yeah, out of time. Right time. So really, just listen, re-listen to all the episodes. That's all the gift them. for us. Mm-hmm. That's a great gift. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a wonderful gift. Memorize yeah. them. Oh, want. I like it. Yeah. Memorize some of Heath's lines. Start spreading them around. Let's make yes. this happen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Please quote that. us. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Say hi to us at a bar so we can accost you. Yeah. That's another great gift. Yeah. I, you know, whenever... I listen back to the episodes. There's always at least one or five lines of heats that I then run through my head <laughs> mm-hmm. routinely. And one this last time was when I was talking about my books and you just in the background was like, B-O-A, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> There's sometimes I don't catch them until I listen to the episode and I just die. What? So I was like, I need to use that in marketing somehow for my book. B-O-A, motherfuckers. Yeah. If it's not too late, you can quote me on the jacket. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Oh, can you imagine picking up a book and it just says "BOA motherfucker"? Heath Smith, <laughs> best blurb ever. I like it. It's funny because I do that too. I remember things I've said before, but usually my reaction is more like wilting. Oh no! Okay, <laughs> Not well, on the podcast, just things like you know, things I said when I was eleven. And it's just like, oh god, uh, why did I do that? I see what you're saying. I, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually at night oh, when god. I can't fall asleep right, and yes. I replay the whole scene. Yeah. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. That's uh, not good. Yeah, that puts us in the right headspace for this this yeah. event here. Uh-huh. Speaking of, I mean, we we still have unmitigated golf mm-hmm. to talk about. Yeah. And, and this week we thought maybe some holiday-related unmitigated holiday golf. I mean, last week, you st- or last time, you started kicking us off with, you know, Christmas the golf of lights. Yeah. yeah. I meant to take a video to show you guys, too, oh just boy. of the, the disconnectedness within my own neighborhood. But okay. truthfully, I forgot. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we got it. We got it in here. Everyone has their own example in their heads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you get it. Mm-hmm. Heath, do you want to start us off with some gall? I would. Okay. And, uh, my unmitigated gall this holiday season is living nativity scenes. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen one of those so long. Oof. We don't need them. We have no. plastic things that have lights inside them that we can use. This is not what Jesus wanted. <laughs> It's not. Mariah definitely <laughs> It's not what Mariah it. wants. No, no. No, and I just don't understand. Like, do you not have anything better to do? Like, everybody involved, like the people that are dressed and just standing there, mm-hmm. and the people that are, like, on the sidewalk staring at them. Mm-hmm. Like, this is just some sort of weird holiday staring contest. Yeah. That is, it's socially unacceptable. <laughs> socially unacceptable. So, I guess I've never, If it was like... February and I was staring at your mom... Or not your mom, anybody's mom. <laughs> People would be like, what's your problem? Also, if someone was out somewhere dressed as the Virgin Mary mm-hmm. in a nativity, you would be like, we need to help this person. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Also, somebody's like, you know, you see Joseph and it's like, listen, I know you think you're Joseph, but you also run a hardware store and you do it poorly. <laughs> and so maybe concentrate on that. Maybe yeah, that's that. a good call. Because yeah. mm-hmm. like, are there shifts? Like, do people, you know, perform Mary and Joseph for like four hours and then someone takes over in yeah, four hours? I would think so. I would think you'd have to. I mean, are they 24 hour long? 
No, I think it's illegal to do it after midnight. Okay. <laughs> Having a baby out uh-huh. playing Jesus. Uh-huh. Wait, the baby's alive too? I don't think the baby's usually oh. alive. They probably have a prop baby. I've There's seen rules some live that. babies. How do you yeah. really? Yeah, but that was when I was younger, probably before. It feels like now that would yeah. probably go viral real quick. Also, like, also, yeah, you think your baby's Jesus? Yeah. Pardon me. Yeah. Pardon me, ma'am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thou shalt not have false prophets. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I'd like to do. I'd like Dateline to do a roundup of all these babies that were Jesus in living nativity scenes, and where are they now? What are you doing now? The next was it because that's yeah. some high expectation yeah. to live up to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you? Still yeah. When baby did they Jesus? start doing drugs? Was it age eleven mm-hmm. or was it? Yeah. Where are yeah. you? Well, at? I'm assuming it started that night. Living nativity. I got to mm-hmm. stay up and be a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Give that baby some meth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get it wide-eyed and bushy-tailed for the crowds. Put some jolt cola in its bottle. <laughs> Wake up, baby. <laughs> Wake up, baby. But also you got to calm them down so they don't cry. So mm-hmm. it's a combination. Is it like a Red Bull and vodka? Like you I put some it, vodka yeah. to calm them down uh-huh. with oh, the Red Bull to keep right. them up. You need so the in right that, that weird, you know, yeah. stage. Yeah. This is how Elvis died also, by the way. <laughs> True. <laughs> uppers, downers, uppers, downers. Yeah. I, I agree. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I don't usually see living nature because I don't usually go around churches. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think I'm allowed, but also because, you know, just, <laughs> not, <laughs> just, not, just yeah. not what I'm interested in. And yeah, so I haven't really seen that this is a thing. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, this holiday season, everyone, I encourage you to boo mm. when you drive by them or lay on the horn. Just be a disruptor. Disrupt the Disrupt. living nativity scene. Whew. Can you follow up that golf? Yeah. Okay. Um, my unmitigated golf for the holidays is... It's it's broad and it's overreaching, but fuck you, social media. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but yep. I don't need to open my Facebook, Instagram, whatever it is around the holidays and see all of your matching PJs around <laughs> the fire. That's not the picture I want. Nope. The picture I want happened 30 seconds before when you were screaming your full head off for everyone to get on the couch right now where you were taking back all their Christmas gifts. That's the picture I want. Yeah. That's the realness I want to see. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're just perpetuating this idea that everything around the holidays is magical and perfect and that's the way, you know, yeah. and that we're just putting that out there. And I don't believe you. I immediately look at the picture and think, liar. <laughs> I hope you comment on that, on all those pictures. Just write liar in all caps. <laughs> liar. Liar. <laughs> Just start going through everyone's. I want to see some real pictures. I'm not saying you can't post your holiday pictures. Uh-huh. I get it, family, all that. That's great. I just want some realness. Uh-huh. I don't want the posed thing. I don't want you telling me that it all went off without a hitch and your turkey was golden that and is perfect. A lie. And yeah, no one believes that. Mm-hmm. We're all in hell. <laughs> and we need to be there together. <laughs> what does what Ellen Griswold say in uh, Vacation? Yeah. It's the holidays. We're all miserable. Yes. Yeah, that's it. Clark. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. So if you're going to use it, just hmm. be real about it. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. I also don't like those perfection photos because then it just sort of pretends like this just happened. No one organized this. It just happened. Because right. usually it's the mom that's organizing all this stuff. So it's just erasing all of that. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm still a feminist. I haven't got over it. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> maybe uh, in yeah, 2024. Maybe. 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 <laughs> maybe. Your yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, agreed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's always, and you're fighting. I know you're fighting because mm-hmm. I have various age children and I know how each of them would react if I said, put on these pajamas and sit on the couch. <gasps> and it would be days of organizing <laughs> that photo. For what? For me to scroll past and go, Nice. <laughs> There's no payoff. There isn't any payoff. You're right. Why are we doing this? Instead, put some Baileys in your coffee mm-hmm, or your mm-hmm. hot cocoa. Yeah. Sit down and just let the chaos happen. Yeah, and just you. watch the chaos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just enjoy just, it. Yeah, just enjoy it. Just put some, be there. Put some headphones on and listen to fuzzy memories. Mm-hmm. And oh, exactly. it'll be so much better. Exactly. Even better. Run yourself a hot bath. Take that hot cocoa mm. Baileys upstairs. Put on fuzzy memories and say, enjoy your gifts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's. I mean, listen, everybody. Just listen to us with earbuds in that your family can't see. Ooh. Enjoy us. They'll think you're enjoying them. They'll be like, wow. Yes. And Peg's really in a much this better year. mood this year. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. We could be saving the holidays. Uh-huh. Yeah, We're obviously. basically saving Rudolph. Them. We are basically we Rudolph. We are Rudolph. 
coming in in the nick of time. Uh-huh. I almost made my unmitigated gall elf on the shelf, but I've been very vocal about that. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. So if you're not aware of my feelings, go back and listen to any of the holiday episodes. Mm-hmm. Come at me with that bullshit. You will get unfriended. <laughs> it's that simple. It's that simple. It's good to see that your hatred has not ebbed over time. That is, in fact, seemed it to have risen. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah. It's no, because flourished. I thought I had purged it, and this year there was a few that cropped up, and I was like, not today, Satan. Get off my feed. <laughs> over. Done. Get behind me, Satan. Um, sort of related to that, my unmitigated gall is the idea, the, the forced reconciliation of holidays. Oh, so so bear with me for a second. Yeah. All right, I'm barren. Okay. <laughs> Literally <laughs> and figuratively. Barren down. <laughs> I'm a barren. <laughs> so we know there is so much gross messaging around the holidays. There's, you know, your crass capitalism. There's your Jesus is the reason for the season. There is all that bullshit, right? But I think the worst and the most insidious, mm-hmm. perhaps, message is that you see everywhere is that holidays are the time to reconnect and to to forgive, to let everything go. And I, I feel like that's similar around Mother's and Father's Day, mm-hmm. right? You got to – it's that message that no matter what other people did in your life, you should just let it all go and spend holidays together and wear PJs and take your social media picture and show <laughs> how perfect everything is. Uh-huh. But for those of us – with, let us say, complicated family relations, um, or even, you know, no contact, there's some damn good reasons involved. Right. So you mm-hmm. telling me that, you know, just got to suck it up, you know, oh, it's, it's the holidays. Everyone comes together on the holidays. No, Jan, they don't. <laughs> no, they do not. Let and me ask you this. In the middle of August, are you thinking about a reconciliation? Yeah. No. Exactly. You feel good about your boundaries. You feel real so good about hold it. them. Mm-hmm. And what sucks then is that yeah those of us who have boundaries around this time start feeling that guilt start Mm. feeling that guilt just creeping on in Mm -hmm. and then insidious guilt (laughs) and i say quit your bullshit (laughs) (laughs) and i liked it Uh quit your bullshit and just admit like you said we're all in hell okay We don't have to reconnect with people we don't want to reconnect with. No. Just because it's the holidays. No. And we shouldn't have to feel guilty about it. To be clear, this was not going to be a heaping helping of <laughs> uh-huh. holiday fun. Mm-hmm. This nope. is a heaping helping mm-hmm. of holiday bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> so I see if you're one of those people promoting those messages, stop it. Mm-hmm. Knock it off. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Knock it off right now. Quit that bullshit. Yeah. If Jan wants to be alone, leave her alone. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's my goal. You know, that's funny that it does bring up, I have a family member who would frequently leave like family gatherings Mm -hmm. and there used to be this whole rhetoric around it when I was younger about how funny that was and like, ha ha, and he doesn't (laughs) want to be around us. And now as an adult and I look at that and I think, oh, I feel, I feel guilty for participating even as a 10 year old. And what I realized was probably a high level of social anxiety. Yes. Like he hung in for as long as he could. I mean, that's just what it was. It's such a good point. I have thought so many times, especially around this time of year, about behaviors that I saw as a kid where, and everyone's like, oh, look, that's so weird. Now I'm like, oh my God, that's me. Mm -hmm. That is totally me. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. It's It's okay okay to be okay or not okay. Whatever. It's It's okay okay to hide in the bathroom and listen to fuzzy memories Mm -hmm. to stop your weeping. Mm -hmm. It's okay to run out to your car and peel out and say (laughs) you'll be back in an hour and never come back. Never Mm -hmm. come back. Yeah. It's all okay on holidays, everyone. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. Speaking of, should we talk about I past think we should, holidays? We should get into some holiday stuff. So I think we're going to talk about any kinds of pop culture, funny memories, okay. anything and everything, right? We're going to do it. We Heath, are. Heath, do you want to start us Oh, off? yes. Yes. Woo! I would like to start um, by talking about not Christmas, oh, but Hanukkah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Good, good, good. Specifically, good, good, good. the Hanukkah song yes. by Adam Sandler. Mm. Um, yeah, the first time he performed this was on Saturday Night Live in December of 1994. And he said he wrote wow. it because he wanted a Hanukkah song for Jewish kids. Because when he was a boy, they only had dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. <laughs> and uh, this was released the same year as All I Want for Christmas is You. And I like to think 
I'd like to think this about everything, but I like to think that he was inspired by Mariah Carey a yes. little bit. Uh-huh. I mean, I assume everyone is inspired by Mariah Carey constantly. Obviously, but, obviously, um, yeah. yeah. So, um, and just sample lyrics if you haven't if you haven't heard it. Uh, put on your yarmulke. It's time for Hanukkah. The owner of the Seattle Supersonicas <laughs> celebrates Hanukkah. This is Seattle. OJ Simpson, not a Jew. Uh-huh. But guess who is Hall of Famer Rod Carew? <laughs> We got Ann Landers and her sister, dear Abby. Harrison Ford's a quarter Jewish, not too shabby. <laughs> so, as you can see, you know, I mean, or here, you can't really see me. I hope you can't see me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you can see me. That's we need no to good. hire more security here at the old recording booth. <laughs> Which means another cat. I can't handle yeah. another cat. Which means another cat. <laughs> and I mean... The song's legitimately funny. It's also, I remember as a kid, it was kind of the first time I'd really ex- I had any exposure to, like, something that's actually Jewish. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I grew up in a small town in Iowa, and we, did, we didn't have any Jewish people in our, mm-hmm. in our town. But this also reminded me of something that happened recently. Um, does everyone know what, what Cameo is? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. For those, uh, the, for those that don't know, it's a, it's a website where you can go and pay celebrities to record video greetings on their phone, and then they send them to you, right? And sometimes people buy these as a gift, and sometimes it's just for themselves. Um, and the price depends on how big of a star the celebrity currently is. Uh, for example, and this is going to be depressing, Freddie Prince Jr., star of, you know, She's All That, is going for $100 a pop. Oh, no. But oh. Mike the Situation Sorrentino from Jersey uh, Jersey Shore is $300 per greeting. Oh, <laughs> And that's not right, everybody. It's not right. Freddie Prince Jr. should be getting more money than the situation to do these things. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And frankly, I think Congress should be investigating that. <laughs> yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah. Do something, you guys. Yeah. Especially now that George Santos is on there. Uh huh. Yeah. He's on there. Yeah, and his is like five hundred dollars. Yeah, it's a lot. Oh, yeah. gross. Yeah. And people, it is. I mean, I get why. People would think that's funny, but it's also like, don't do that. Don't give, give this grifter money. money. Yeah. 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 It's just. Yeah, yeah. You're part of the problem if you're doing that. Yes. So anyway, I bring up Cameo because recently someone hired Motown legend Smokey Robinson to record a happy Hanukkah greeting. And I can't tell you what his rate is because he's tempor- temporarily unavailable on Cameo. <laughs> and I don't know if it has something to do with this happy Hanukkah video they recorded or not. So he's obviously, you can. I found the video online. He's reading from a screen or a script of some kind, and he's <laughs> he said, "Happy Chinooka." Oh no! I have no idea oh, what Chinooka no. is, but <gasps> Happy Chinooka because they said so. Anyway, God bless you, babe, and enjoy Chinooka. Have a wonderful <gasps> time. <laughs> what? No. Yes. So 2023 is the year I learned that Smokey Robinson has never seen the word Hanukkah in text. <laughs> oh my God. Luckily, and really surprisingly, honestly, the, uh, because it's the internet, people sort of reacted cheerfully and with a good sense of humor about the whole thing. That's you know? surprising. surprising. Yes. Yeah. 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 And so the moral of the story is, had there been more Hanukkah songs, Smokey Robinson wouldn't have stumbled in his pronunciation. Yep. Uh, but then we also wouldn't have this pretty charming video to yeah. watch. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it, I, I recommend you you go check it out. It is great. Mm-hmm. That is great. Well, when I think of the holidays, mm. I think of one fantastic... Motown adjacent group mm-hmm. called the California Raisins. <laughs> what? <laughs> In case you're unfamiliar with this hot little Christmas ditty, I brought some visual aids. What? Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> so in 1987, <laughs> oh, no. Will Vinton debuted a Christmas special called Claymation Christmas, which is stop-motion clay animation, which is the first time that my beloved California Raisins appeared on my screen. They look like they're melting. They are melting actively all the time. Okay. It does not, they do not look like raisins. They, it's terrifying. They look maybe like potatoes. Mm-hmm. That it feels like it would scar a lot of kids. Did it scar yeah. you? I don't, well, I guess in all the wrong ways, because okay. I love it. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. <laughs> so Rex and Herb are the hosts who are prehistoric dinos, and they went through a whole, like, the special is just a whole bunch of Christmas songs, but the California Raisins are featured, and I, when I tell you, childhood Aaron fell in love. I don't know what it was about those Motown raisins, but I couldn't get enough. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, I will go ahead and put out a warning that I did find it on YouTube, and I watched some of it, and I'm not sure that it holds up. (laughs) (laughs) 
Did it hold up at the start, do you think? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't right. think. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's just, it was different than I remembered, but there was still some <laughs> sure. some parts that I was like, oh. Okay. Mike was horrified. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where we landed on that, on the California Raisins. But I, the thing is about this special is that they replayed it every year at some point, you know, kind of like the mm-hmm. Frosty, the Snowman, Rudolph, all those. They replayed it. And I would watch commercials <laughs> to wait and find out when it was going to be on. And I set my entire Christmas calendar by that special. <laughs> wow. I was like, that special is on Thursday. That means the season's kicking off. I will be watching it. <laughs> I watched it every time. And the California Raisins went on to have a few of their own little specials outside of the holidays, mm-hmm. which I also took in. But I never got away from loving them in their original form, singing Christmas ditties. Trying to get gifts for each other. That was their whole storyline with those weird dinos that served no purpose. Okay, okay. And other claymation people. I don't remember this at all. Do you remember it, Keith? I remember the California Raisins very well. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. remember the special. I don't remember the special. I, I also believe the California Raisins were a toy at one point you could yeah. collect from Hardee's. It wasn't yes. McDonald's. It was Hardee's. Yes. yes. And we I had a bunch of them. I did yeah. too. Mm-hmm. I loved them. I loved the guy with the red sunglasses. Mm-hmm. He was my favorite, and he's in the Christmas special. He's front and center. So that's who's the random good. dude standing amongst all the claymation? That's people. Will Vinton, the guy that oh, okay. created all right the Christmas. It looked special. like he was being held as a hostage, and he I wasn't be. sure. Maybe okay. by his crazy ideas. Yeah, since he created all those. I like that the the Noid from Domino's Pizza is also involved in this <laughs> somehow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this guy is from Labyrinth, so, yeah. from with David Bowie. So yeah. what what's he doing there? <laughs> All things I think that Will Vinton had a hand in creating. Okay. Yeah. And then there's just a pair of lips. Yeah, you got to ask yourself <laughs> questions, but you don't want to ask too many. Okay. Because it, it's like a sweater. If you pull it, uh-huh. you know, if we learn nothing from... Weezer. Weezer, yeah. yeah. I was like, what is that man? You don't want to pull on that sweater. Sure don't. It's going to come undone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, well, you're going to share this online. Yes, I will yeah. obviously share mm-hmm. all the photos of my beloved California raisins and Rex and Herb in their Christmas tuxes <sighs> celebrating... Claymation Christmas. Hmm. So if you I'll probably show some YouTube clips too okay. of the video just <laughs> this so is a, everyone can This is illuminating. Uh-huh. Yeah. Didn't know this about you. I'm oh, illuminated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's the first thing that came to mind. I was like, holiday memories, bring me the raisins. <laughs> well, mine's slightly different. It's die hard. Oh and uh. listen. I know it's always a debate every year uh-huh. on if this is a Christmas movie or not, and I fall firmly on the side that it is a Christmas movie for mm-hmm. several reasons. One, John McClane is a New York cop played by Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. He's been separated from his wife, who moved out to L.A. for like six months or so, and he's decided to go out to the coast for Christmas to see his wife mm-hmm. and his kids. So he goes out there. He is picked up by Argyle, the limo driver. Who then proceeds to play Christmas music, which is Christmas in Hollis by Run DMC, which is the Christmas song mm-hmm. for me. I hear that. And I'm like, this is Christmas. Okay. Then he, he he goes to the Nakatomi Plaza where there is a Christmas party underway at his wife's uh, place of work. And then, oh, no, terrorists show up led by Alan Rickman, who is Hans Gruber. And they take over, except John McClane escapes without his shoes. And he moves through the building, one by one, taking out the terrorists. Incredible. I mean, mm-hmm. that is Christmas right mm-hmm. there. It is Christmas. And at the end, it's very Christmassy because his final act is to wrap himself in ribbons and bows to hide his gun so that he can kill Hans Gruber. Oh, yeah. That's okay. Christmas. I That's don't, Christmas. I, don't, I won't even consider arguments against that being a yeah, Christmas I won't movie. Either. Thank you. <laughs> it is a Christmas yes. movie. Thousand percent. And that there's a Christmas party that is the mm-hmm. whole crux of this, uh-huh. where a bunch of people are doing cocaine and some people are, you know, having sex in an office. Mm-hmm. It is a Christmas party. Like a normal Christmas party. Yes. But it also, this takes place on Christmas Eve, correct? Yes. I have some questions about who scheduled the office Christmas party on Christmas Eve. Very I will say that. Good question. Yeah. And there is some weird 1980s because it's led by uh, it's led by a Japanese person and I 
I don't think he's Nakatomi. I forget his name. Um, but there's like some weird like comments made about, oh, the Japanese don't celebrate Christmas. Like there's, you know, it's 1988. Okay. So yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, bad timing. Bad mm-hmm. timing. I also feel like that contributed to me as a kid. My understanding of holiday Christmas parties was that they were going to be crazy. Yeah. yeah. And yep. then I went to a couple and they are not. They're not. There's no cocaine. No. There's no party. Well. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I there mean... is some. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's no terrorists. There's no terrorists no, that no, I've seen no. at holiday parties. No, 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 no. No, and if the people that are doing cocaine are usually the people that you're like, ugh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Can't keep it together for a work party? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is your idea of fun? Yeah. I would just go to work parties and get shit-faced <laughs> on regular alcohol, okay? Yeah, no I cocaine. didn't need cocaine. You did yeah. like the old school. I did it was like... meant to be done. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're an Some independent lady. <laughs> Historically accurate Christmas parties. Yes. <laughs> Yes. I saw a, uh, like a meme or something that said that if you watch Love Actually first and mm-hmm. then you watch Die Hard, Alan Rickman's character gets punished <gasps> oh, for yeah. what he did to Emma Thompson in yeah. Love Actually. Uh-huh. That's clever. Uh-huh. Also, I don't like Love Actually. I know that's controversial. Yeah. I don't, I like don't it. either. Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't like the part where that little girl's singing All I Want for Christmas is You because she sounds like shit. <laughs> <laughs> So we're all coming at it from different angles. Uh-huh. Different reasons okay. I don't like it. Uh-huh. All right. I don't like that whole part. The cue cards. <laughs> yeah. And the whole thing. I don't yeah. like that part. That's no. not a good friend. I don't like it. Oh. Yeah. But I, I do like Die Hard. Yeah. And I also, I, I uh, Die Hard 2 is also set at Christmas, which it I is. had forgotten about. And yes. I kind of felt a little bit like for the sequel, they could have like, I mean. Yeah. Couldn't it have could've been done. like Easter? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Couldn't oh, they have yeah. switched it up? Like so? a 4th of July. <laughs> right. Because then, yeah. then Die Hard 3 is like right in the middle of the summer, right? Mm-hmm. With like Samuel Jackson, yeah. Jeremy mm-hmm. Irons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How uh, many Die Hards are there now? Is there's there, five. Is there five? There's yeah. five? Yeah. 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 And it's like Die Hard, Die Harder, uh-huh. Die Hardest. <laughs> die Hard with a Vengeance. <laughs> die Hard with a Vengeance. And then Die, die Hard, hard Another liver. Day? No, are they really harder and hardest? No, the second, harder. the second one's definitely harder. I'm not okay. sure what the third one is. Okay. No, the third one is Die Hard with a Vengeance, oh, okay. which is like basically Die, die Hardest. Hardest. Yeah, yeah. I like that one. <laughs> one of the four, either fourth or five is like Live Free and Die Hard yes. or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is also the name of the Fast and Furious number eight. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, you know, you don't have to go through all the movies. Just watch the first one. It's mm-hmm. it's brilliant. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. delightful. It did come out in July of 1988. But I still contend really? it, it is came a Christmas movie. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I remember my parents going to see it. And like, I I think they went to one theater and I went to another theater because I wasn't allowed. But then as soon as it came out on video, it was like, go for it. Just whatever, mm-hmm. you know. So then I took advantage so of that. So wait, I want to unpack that a little bit. <laughs> so... What? You can't you can't see Die Hard, but you can go sit in a movie by a movie by yourself, yeah. some other movie. Thank okay. you. That's where I went. <laughs> Actually, I think I had to take my brothers, so I was like babysitting. They so went I was to like... see a different movie, and you they sent you to a different movie theater. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I was eleven. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine, Aaron. I survived. Remember, <laughs> Amy survives childhood. Uh, right. Yeah. Ding ding ding. Where's our saw? Our noise. <laughs> What? Okay, well. I don't remember what that movie was, but it wasn't Die Hard. Goddamn right it wasn't. <sighs> no. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. Huh. Keith, what you got for us? Um, I have a to- uh, story from my childhood Ooh. that I would like to share. Yeah. Uh, yes, I love a story. You know, and it's called Christmas Wood. Christmas Wood? <laughs> W-O-O-D? Yes, actually, it's two stories. It's okay. two stories that I like to share. Um, about how our old friend Wood... W-O-O-D. Big, can like, have a big like, impact on your Christmas holiday. Okay. Yes. It's okay. not, uh, uh, I don't mean that like as a boner euphemism. Either, okay. Everybody, like, I mean, I'm talking about actual, like, uh, wood from now dead tree. Okay. You know? okay. That's where okay. it came from. Thank you so. for the clarification. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yes. Was... yeah. It's not that kind of podcast. Okay. <laughs> well, sometimes it is. Yeah. It is. yeah. <laughs> so when I was a kid, our family always spent Christmas Eve at my dad's side of the family and Christmas Day with my mom's side of the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we all lived in the same town. And so after leaving my dad's family party on christmas eve we'd stop at my other grandparents uh uh, house and ask to open a christmas gift early right and so my grandpa knew we'd be stopping by and he was always ready to resist kind of just enough to make us kind of you know believe that we weren't really gonna uh get something (laughs) but then he'd cave and he'd give us each a gift to open so this was like a play that you reenacted every year okay Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah and so we opened the gifts and they were blocks of wood 
Like he would just he would he was a carpenter and he would he would just he would wrap up blocks of wood and he would know you know that we were gonna come and ask and those are the ones that, that he'd uh, he'd give to us and I remember being disappointed but my older brother was pissed <laughs> like he was ready to say goodbye forever like and to him this was like as bad as stealing money from blind orphans like he was fucking angry. <laughs> My grandpa thought it was pretty funny, though. I you imagine know? he yeah. did. Yeah. Yes. So, grandpa fooled uh, fooled me once, you know, and, and he fooled my older brother several times. <laughs> so, wait, your older brother opened several years yes. in a row and yeah. thought it was not going to be wood. Yes. Okay. Oh. And he listens to this, and he's probably going to call me after he hears okay. this. All right. Yeah. All right. I'm sure he would dispute my, my retelling of okay. this story. Okay, we appreciate yeah. his childlike wonder uh-huh. yeah. and want to keep opening. <laughs> I get it. You think this is the year he did it right. It is the year, yeah. Yep. yeah. And that's, yeah, I mean, maybe he was just such a positive person that he was just like, this is it. This is going to be the year. It's going to be, you know, a box full of money. It's not going to be a block of wood. (laughs) (laughs) Just loose cash instead of wood. At what point, like, when he picked it up, would you see the look cross your brother's face? Like, oh, no. Oh, no. Not until oh. I actually saw it. Like, oh, the my wood, God. You know. Poor guy. Right. I mean, and, you know, in retrospect, it was probably an argument to hold him back a grade. But we didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> didn't do it. So, um, you know. So shame on you guys. Right. But, you know, our educational system, let them slip through the cracks. So yeah. come on, teachers. Yeah. This, yeah. <laughs> you're the real villain here, teachers. Yeah. <laughs> As always. Yeah. As always. The villains. So in my other Christmas wood story uh, is the, when, I, when I was in college, uh, I shared a house we had, with four roommates. So there's five of us that live there all together, which was against the law, actually, because the limit was four, but whatever. Really? Yeah, Ooh. we were. Rebels. Breaking the law. Mm-hmm. Cedar mm-hmm. Falls. Yeah. They're going to listen to this and come back at you. <laughs> We're probably going to get re- retroactively fined. Yes. <laughs> um, the house that we lived in, it had a furnace that used some kind of gas or oil, like, you know, to, to run. And it was a very cold December day when that gas or oil ran out and the furnace stopped working. Oh, no. Uh, and one would think that if you're renting a house, something like this happened, you know, you could call the landlord and they'd take care of it. Um and our landlord passed on that opportunity. Oh, <laughs> no. Wait, wait. Was this Christmas Day? Is that what you said? No, this was... I've told this story before. Okay. And in my mind, it always happened on Christmas Day. Sure, sure, Like, sure. I had come back from, like, family stuff and the, found the furnace not be running. But I was talking about it with some friends last year and was reminded... I My recollection was off. This oh. was not Christmas Day. It was Christmas time. Okay. okay. It was okay. a couple weeks okay. before Christmas. Still. Yeah. Still. Yeah. It's the time. Yeah, and we, we we found somebody that could fill the tank back up so we get the furnace going again, but it was going to be the next day before they could come out and do that. Uh, oh, so no, we, I think I know where this is going. So we were all sure we were going to freeze to death in the night, so we tried to light a fire. Oh, my God. Because there was a oh, fireplace, no. right? And the firewood that was out back had been there for months and was wet, and it wouldn't burn, so we did the next best thing. Uh, we found some wooden toys in the garage that belonged to our landlord's kids. <laughs> And we burned them instead. As you should. <laughs> Screw you, landlord. Yeah. And some might say that was a harsh move, but when you're in a house full no. of people that grew up uh, pretty coddled, uh, you'll do just about anything if you think you're going to be even slightly inconvenienced. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> true. So, yeah, a little known fact. To heat the barn that Jesus was born in, they burned toys that belonged to his innkeeper's children. Oh! <laughs> yeah, I think they that's usually only... leave that out. Yeah, that's yeah. only mentioned in the King James Version okay. of the Bible, but mm. I, I'm sure I've seen it there. Is that the version that you learned on, King James? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, so that's burned, accurate. That's yeah, totally yeah, accurate. Yeah, 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 that was definitely part of yeah, it. So we were really just, I mean, that was kind of a, I mean, I know I'm against living nativity scene now. <laughs> But this was kind of, in, in a way, a living nativity scene because we really also were was. burning. Yeah. Did you have toys. a stray baby around? Mm-hmm. Probably. Okay. Yeah, I was yeah. young though. I was just like, I'm not. Yeah. Babies, babies aren't for me. Yeah. So when you burned these toys, like, mm-hmm. did it burn okay? Was there like extra smoke? Like, I... no. We uh, one of my roommates had fireplace experience, so okay. we knew to open okay. the open the chimney oh, up good. and all that okay. jazz. Like, we didn't just fill the house. I could tell you the look on your face when I was telling the story that you thought uh, I we thought just filled was... the house with smoke. Uh-huh. I thought this was going to be like an emergency room situation uh-huh. after uh-huh. you did this. I do. I did have a follow-up question to yeah. the Christmas wood story. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is, did you ever open anything that wasn't a block of wood? Oh, yeah. We'd get actual <laughs> gifts the next day. Oh, Yeah, okay. on Christmas Day. We'd get, we'd get, we'd get, but uh, every cool time gifts. on Christmas Eve is a block of wood. Yeah. yeah. Was it like the promise of I'll whittle you something or... Uh, no. no. No, he probably could have. He probably could have. But yeah, no, it was just... Uh, he, he thought it was funny. 
Yeah. I love that he did it every year for yeah. his own yeah. joy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's terrific. Well, my next Christmas memory is a very specific song. Oh. From an album. Okay. Called The Muppets and John Denver Christmas <laughs> Together. <laughs> wow. This was released in 1979, which is a couple years before I grace the earth. But I have such a vivid memory of this, and I'm not sure why. We had a copy of it, so I think it got played a lot at Christmas. But the one that stood out to me was the 12 Days of Christmas, oh, which all of yeah. the Muppets have a part on. Uh-huh. And if you've uh-huh. ever heard it, Miss Piggy uh-huh. really drags out her five golden rings part. But the reason that this sticks with me now is for some reason... I had thought of it a couple Christmases ago, and I had played it for Mason, and somehow <laughs> 12 Days of Christmas just earwormed. And last year, every day <laughs> in the month of December on the way to school, he would want to play the song, oh and he slowly learned all the parts, also imitating the Muppets. Oh so by God. the end of the Christmas season, he could sing the 12 Days of Christmas with the Muppet voices all the way through. I mean, that's talent, first off. It was. And when I tell you that as a performance, it really had everything. Mm. Because about day, I don't know, six, Mike and I were peeking into like, we can't do this. This is torture. (laughs) Like, this is not good. Him trying to learn this in the car and messing it up and then singing and then getting mad at himself. Like, he'd be getting out of the car, walking to school, being like, I forgot the French hats. Like, oh, no, this is too much pressure. Yeah. Then it came back around to like, wow, he's really getting it. Look at his perseverance. Uh-huh. And then it started to go around again to like, how many more days does he have to <laughs> And then once he actually learned it, we're like, wow, that's a skill that you'll never use again. But I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. he could, this could be Christmas for years to come, entertaining you yeah. guys, eventually his own family, if he has one. It could be a long time. Oh, yeah. I mean, like at Christmas parties when people can't think of all 12 things, he can be there and be like, yeah. Ding, ding, ding. In college, he can be, you know, that guy. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Well, so this year we put it on when December hit on the way to school. And he said very coyly, <laughs> I remember this. <laughs> and then said, did not sing a stitch. <laughs> but for me, it's it's an odd. Uh, oh, I brought a visual aid for that. Too, oh, good. So you can see the cover. Mm. It's a... I don't know why. There's something wow. about hearing the Muppets sing Christmas songs that just tells me it's Christmas time. Uh-huh. How I okay? So how did John Denver uh-huh. get with the Muppets? Like I don't what, get I, with what do you? Well, what did you read? <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently this was originally like a TV special. I read and, the fan fiction. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, this was a TV special? It was a TV special that I think he wrote the music for, and then uh, they used him, but then they released the album from it. So Yeah, I remember uh, seeing this when I was a kid. And mm-hmm. there was a – there when, in my research, there was a an article about the photo shoot and how long the photo shoot took, and I kept thinking, but it's it's Muppets. It's Muppets. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, all he had to do was pose. But it says Christmas to me for some reason, those Muppets. Oh, baby Kermy. <laughs> Posse's holding baby Kermy. Oh, and Miss Piggy has some 80s hair. Look at that. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. yeah. I remember when she got a perm in the Muppets Take Manhattan. I, I oh, loved it. I was thrilled. I loved but, that movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's something about the Muppets that are yeah. it's ende- endearing mm-hmm. somehow. So really liked it. And now as an adult, I think about all those adults working on that Christmas special with the Muppets. and. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hope it was a good environment and yeah. it didn't ruin holidays for them. <laughs> sure, hope so. Because it sure brought me a lot of joy. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they probably filmed it in July. So they probably... Oh, they did. Yeah, yeah. they did say that, that they re- they worked on the album in like July, the Christmas uh-huh. album. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that was probably the case for Mariah too, right? Like yeah, recording I think... it in... Yeah. All these Christmas albums that they record, like, you know, the famous people put out, like, you know, you read like they put up Christmas lights and stuff in the... Um, in the studio to try to get them in the spirit because it is, it's like the middle of summer when they're trying yeah. to do all this stuff. Cause by the time, you know, you produce everything and, and get everything ready to go out. Like it's a, uh, you know, it takes a long time, but the video, the original video for all I want for Christmas is you. She's outside. They're in the snow. And it's like, when did you film this? Like, did you film it a year in advance? Like the previous winter? Oh, yeah. Or is it fake snow? Or like, what is it? I mean, it, that's, you know, it's, they're like sledding down a hill. Like, I don't oh. even know like how, like how you could reproduce that if it wasn't. I'm like, I don't know. Did you go to like super northern Canada yeah. where it's like four feet of snow already? Like in the beginning of September? Oh, good point. Yeah. 
That'd be so jarring too if you're like in LA and you're recording, you know, the John Denver and Muppets special and uh-huh. you're Christmas, Christmas, and then you walk outside and oh fuck. It's right. Hot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I gotta get this Santa suit off immediately. Yes. <laughs> it is sweaty. Yeah. Yeah. Although seeing someone walk down the street in a Santa suit in Los Angeles and August is probably <laughs> there's weirder stuff going I'm on sure in there's LA. There's a lot yeah. weirder stuff. Yeah. A thousand yeah. percent. Yeah. Um, my next one is uh, some 1960s cartoons, Ooh. which are Frosty the Snowman, which came out in 1969. Mm. Uh-huh. And 69. Yeah. <laughs> and the stop motion Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Uh-huh. Those two, whenever they played, because they would always play on like the network at some point, and wherever they played, those were like, that was Christmas to me. But yeah. it was like I loved them, but yet they made me very sad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like Frosty the Snowman when he's like "Happy Birthday," and then as it's going on, you realize, oh, Frosty's gonna melt. Frosty's uh-huh. gonna die. Yeah, and it's end. a very like I think it's one of the first times of feeling like bittersweet or feeling you know that feeling of like oh god, but it's so beautiful. <laughs> Same thing with Rudolph. Even though you know it's not really heading towards tragedy, there was something very sad about it. And you those know, other reindeers were mean to him. Yes, they were mm-hmm. all dicks. Yeah, uh, but and also, wasn't there the abominable snowman and uh-huh. the Rudolph and him? Yeah. I always loved. I was like, this guy, <laughs> this guy knows what's going on. This guy gets it. He lives I alone. Love it. <laughs> he comes out and scares these kids right. away. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> That's the thing that Jack speed up at Thanksgiving. We have like an abominable snowman that's lighted by our back door, and he he doesn't light up anymore. We'll just say that. And I imagine that they still show these somewhere, or that they're available, you know, wherever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure that they've kind of maybe got lost in more current, you know. They like do show them every year. They do. Still, okay. Though, yeah. There's something. I mean, they're definitely made in the '60s, both the mm-hmm. animation quality and the stop motion and everything. But there's something just very like classic about it. That, and of course, you know, the Grinch, the original like Grinch yeah. cartoon. Uh-huh. All of those three things were Christmas for me. Mm-hmm. But every one of them would make me happy and then sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which felt like Christmas. Yeah. What I think is, first of all, what I think is wild about Frosty the Snowman is I think he transports a child over state lines <laughs> and doesn't get arrested for him, which I don't think you can do, even he's in the like, 60s. He's like pied pipering <laughs> yes. all these kids yeah. along, like down the street. and Yeah. But what's funny about the Grinch, and I think about this every year, is that the whole point of the Grinch is that it's like Christmas shouldn't be materialistic, right? Yeah. But if you, I mean, I'm sure you've all been to Universal Studios Hollywood. <laughs> Have not, but I can imagine it. But, like, they have a whole part of the set there. It's a whole thing. Like, every year they decorate the place for Christmas, and it's all about the Grinch. It's this big, over-the-top spectacle that they do. And it's to get people to come and to spend money, uh-huh. you know? And it's just – it's it's so ironic that the point of the story is to not be materialistic. Uh-huh. But, it's but then just, you got to get your Grinch gear. Right. But it is – they have it's made so much money. It's made so oh much, gosh. so much, so much money. Like that – you know, the Jim Carrey version of the uh-huh. movie that was – it was sort of, you know – it's a sweet movie and it's nice. But at the same time, it's like you guys made this to make money. Yes. You know? Well, that's very okay. much so. I mean, not to jump in, but that's my third thing, the Grinch movie because uh-huh. it's my favorite holiday movie. Okay. The one with Jim Carrey. I know okay. that's weird. I get it. I get it. But for some reason, him playing the Grinch just worked for me. I love that uh-huh. Grinch baby. Can't get enough of it. That's hilarious. I hated that version. I, even, I hated it oh, you so did? much. See, yeah. I even brought a picture of the Grinch baby. Okay. Oh, good. Okay. The Grinch. But what's funny about that is that prior to 1991, Dr. Seuss would not give anyone the rights to do that movie. And then in 1998, his widow said, hey, I'm going to auction off the rights. But she had like all of these... Which is funny, considering uh-huh. what the Grinch is. She said that suitors had to be willing to pay $5 million to her, 4% of the box office gross, 50% of the merchandising oh revenue God. and music-related material, and 70% of the income from any book tie-ins before you could even pitch to be the producer slash director. She said that the actor for the Grinch had to be on the stature of Jack Nicholson, Jim Carrey, Robin Williams, or Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> Dustin Hoffman? Like Dustin Hoffman and Jim Carrey on the same list. Yeah. Weird. And that she would not consider a director or writer who had not earned at least $1 million on a previous picture. What? Who is this lady? She just put all these stipulations out. So then Ron Howard was like, I see you. And he's like, here, I'll bring Jim Carrey. And that's how the whole thing happened. Oh but God. I guess Jack Nicholson was seriously considered for a period of time as well for The Grinch. But... 
maybe he couldn't get top billing. Like oh, yeah, yeah. Joker For or Batman, whatever. Yep. But, or maybe he heard he'd have to, because isn't there the story about Jim Carrey wearing those contacts that were so painful he had to do like Navy SEAL training to get through it? Oh. Jack Nicholson wouldn't have done that. Yeah, no, 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 probably not. Yeah. yeah. But I, for whatever reason, the product's great. I like okay. the idea mm-hmm. of looking at it from the little girl's perspective of like, why do we hate this guy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh-huh. What's the deal with this? And then that, you know, he learns the tough lesson and Mm. the town goes on. And every time I see it, I think I've never seen that part before because it all blends together. Mm -hmm. But I love it. I watch Mm -hmm. it once a year Mm. and it's Christmas to me. So sorry, I didn't mean to jump the line, but we were like right there. We were right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Felt like an And this is an area on which you and I disagree. (laughs) And (laughs) we, we can still be friends though. We can still... But that has, it also this. has a special place in my heart because Evan was obsessed with the animated Grinch, the original, okay. when he was yeah. little. And in fact, would take to telling people that their problem was that their heart was two sizes too small. <laughs> 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 like one time, Mike was complaining about a client and while we're eating dinner and Evan didn't miss a beat and said, well, maybe your problem is that your heart is two sizes too small. <laughs> That's that's a sobering thing to hear from a child, I would imagine. It's also when we decided to start letting him watch it like once a month. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So, sorry. I came in hot with the Grinch. No. No, Go for it. You know, there's a a little known fact. I mean, you guys probably know this already because Mm. I've told you, I'm sure, at some point. uh, Because I'm always blabbering about it. But the song from the Grinch... Uh-huh. Was You're written by no, no, the one from the movie, the oh. one that Faith Hill sings. Yeah, Mariah Carey wrote that. Really? really? Yeah. Why did Mariah Carey sing it? I don't know. I would have liked that Faith better. Hill. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen the video, Faith Hill's music video, where she's like on a mountain and her hair is crimped? Yeah. <laughs> I think she's like outside the Grinch's house and she's like, you know, singing this sort of sad song. And oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, it's. Swing and a miss on the video. It was, yeah, it was a weird creative direction. Yeah, it was very. I think my favorite, oh, I was going to say what my favorite Christmas song is, but that was a bad move because <laughs> I think I'll end my friendship with Heath if I you say just... anything other than my, my second favorite There you go. You Christmas can say song. a Christmas song I also like I is. also like. <laughs> <laughs> I really dodged a bullet. Acceptable language around Christmas music. Let me start again. A Christmas song that I also like is the original cartoon You're a Mean One, Mr. Oh, yeah. Yes. I love that mm-hmm. song. Evan loved that too. Yes. He loved the voice. Which yes. one of the the guy that sings that, um, Thurl Ravenscroft, <laughs> was the voice of one of the people in Will Vinton's Claymation Christmas. Oh wow. also by the way. Oh. Yeah. Crossover. All these ties. <laughs> I had the um, I was listening to the satellite radio in the car the other day, and they had the song came on, <laughs> and it has the guy's name Thurl Ravenscroft, and it's just, it's just like boy, that's a mouthful. It I don't is. think I'd ever seen it like all it written out like, like that. Like I... <laughs> Thurl, like... little baby Thurl. <laughs> I also think he has like a really strong mustache. Oh, I remember. It also yeah. feels like a name from what we do in the shadows, you know, like a oh, yeah. you know, vampire, old school uh-huh. vampire name. Thurl. Whoa! That's oh, a little nice. Salvador Dali looking. He, yeah, it's a, it's an intense. We'll be sure to post his picture so you can take mm-hmm. in all that is mm-hmm. thorough reference mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Heath, you ready? I'm ready. All right, let's do it. I know we already kind of talked about we talked about Die Hard and we kind of talked a little bit about whether or not that's a Christmas movie, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm here today to declare to you the Gremlins. Is also a it Christmas is. Movie. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, movie came out in 1984, and it's about a struggling inventor who buys his son Billy a Christmas gift called a Mogwai, which is a furry little creature <laughs> that kind of looks like a teddy bear, but with like enormous eyes. They're mm. very big eyes, uh, and he names it uh, the Mogwai Gizmo. And I didn't know <laughs> I didn't know this for some reason before last week, but uh, Howie Mandel is the voice of Gizmo. Which, I mean, Gizmo doesn't really, really talk. He kind of makes noises. Um, Which, I would say this, if I had something and it sounded like Howie Mandel, I would immediately get rid of it. Like burn that thing. The movie would have been 10 minutes long. Yeah. (laughs) Done. This is possessed. That's wild. I didn't know that either. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there are are three rules uh, you always have to follow when caring for a mogwai. Uh, Don't expose them to sunlight. Don't get them wet. And never feed them after midnight. And I kind of assumed that you didn't feed them after midnight for metabolic purposes, but it turns out <laughs> the consequences are much, much worse. Ugh. Yes. So Billy's uh, Billy's dumb friend Pete, 
accidentally gets gizmo wet and it sprouts five new mogwai, which is almost as many cats as like live in Amy's back door. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's less. Yeah, is it less? Yeah. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but they breed at the same rate. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so Billy shows one of the newbies to his old elementary school science teacher who apparently teaches science even during Christmas break when no kids are around. Uh, and he spawns an additional mogwai on whom he conducts experiments because he's never seen a scary movie before and doesn't realize that's a sure way to get killed later on. Dummy. <laughs> so back at Billy's house, the rest of the new Mogwai pull a share and turn back time, a.k.a. they set the <laughs> clocks back a couple hours, <laughs> and trick Billy into feeding them after midnight. And then they form cocoons, and even uh, even the one with the sign teacher, science teacher who basically ignores Jesus' birthday, mm-hmm. uh, and they soon hatch and look like Steven Tyler if he was a lizard. That's the mm. way I think gremlins look. Okay. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. that you know, the kind of long, wiry uh-huh. arms and legs and the head and, and the, the face is kind of big. The yeah. mouth is kind of uh-huh. large. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they start fucking everything up. <laughs> and the science teacher dies. But Billy's mom kills a bunch of them with a variety of kitchen appliances because, you know, who runs the world? Girls. That's right. I think my favorite part of that was when she put killed the one in the microwave. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think she killed one with a mixer, too, like a KitchenAid mixer. And maybe just remember. stabbed a couple. Yeah. yeah. Maybe just stabbed a couple. Yeah. Just some light stabbing. Mm-hmm. Just a light stabbing. As one does at Christmas. Yeah. As one does. So the main gremlin Stripe escapes and goes to the YMCA. I assume, again, because the diet industry has made him feel guilty about eating after midnight. So Stripe jumps in the pool and spawns an army of gremlins who mess up the whole town. And as someone who has seen a YMCA pool, I can assure you that those pools really do have the power to cause some significant problems as far as public health goes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They really, really do. So part of the gremlin horde kills the town bitch, played by Polly Holiday, who is Flo on Alice. (laughs) (laughs) Which I can tell you right now, that's going to be my husband's favorite sentence out of this entire (laughs) podcast. Kills the town, bitch. Yep. Uh, because she was going to have Billy's dog put down, so she kind of had it coming. You she know? didn't have yeah. it coming, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they killed her. She had one of those chairlift things, and they, like, hot-wired it and put her in it, and she, like, flies up the stairs and then out the window and dies in her front lawn. Because <laughs> <laughs> these gremlins are creative. They yeah. Are. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, eventually, you know, to cut to the end, uh, the sun comes up and all the gremlins die, and Christmas is saved. That's, well, that was easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That just the sun comes up. Yeah. But an interesting uh, little factoid about the movie Gremlins is it was rated PG when it came out, and people kind of complained. They were like, this is pretty violent for a PG movie. And so between this and Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, which came out the same year, they came up with PG-13 rating. Because both of those movies... makes a lot of sense, because I remember seeing both of those too early Uh and thinking, and just, especially Temple of Doom, that one freaked me Mm -hmm. out. I remember seeing Gremlins at daycare. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> like it was like a, I mean, young. Like I feel like whoever at daycare was st- someone. One of the parents was shitty to that person. They were just like, oh, how about I give your what? kids some nightmares and you can deal with and that? And this was like a daycare, like a center. Like we, it wasn't even someone's home. Like they made a movie day and we're like, yeah, we're gonna show all these kids gremlins. <laughs> it was obviously at the end of the day because I do remember getting picked up and it wasn't quite over. And I was like, what happens? They're just running amok. I have no idea. Terrifying. The 80s were great. You're right. They hated us. They were like, go yeah. home on Christmas break with this memory of the yeah. gremlins. <laughs> Good luck sleeping. Fuck you, kids. Somebody uh-huh. just, yeah, they were just like, oh, Howie Mandel's in it? How bad could it be? Uh, yeah, that's probably what happened. <laughs> bad. And they saw the little cute little gizmo. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, this is oh, perfect yeah, this for kids. Uh-huh. And then they probably turned it on and they just went and took a nap and they didn't realize. And they were like, oh my God, mm-hmm. I had no idea. Yeah. I wonder when they came back in the room if you guys were just like. Uh-huh. It was also, I mean, a, a Catholic daycare center. That... So like, oh. feels like that person probably got fired. I don't know. I mean, Seems like the Catholic yeah, the establishment has right. some fun rules about who can stay and who can't. Well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I was assuming it was a lady. and we Well, like that's them, true. We don't so. like them. Yeah. yeah. So did you already do your third one? Because yeah, because I jumped okay. in on yeah. Jim Carrey. Well, then I will do my third one, which is a little Christmas album called Once Upon a Christmas by Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. This was also Christmas music for us. Like this came on or we put this on. Like I think my parents had either the cassette or the eight track for this. And we listened to it all the time. Um, 
it I remember there were videos with Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers, you know, just out in the snow, probably in July. <laughs> and, you know, like sort of flirting with each other and not flirting and whatever. It was a weird dynamic. I thought they were like married when I was yes. a kid. I, I, I yes. did yeah, like singing Islands in the Stream to each other. Like uh-huh. I didn't understand the concept that they're performing a song and they're yes. not actually married. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I think they'd done many duets before they did Islands in the Stream, like you said. Mm-hmm. I think they did another Christmas album, too. But I was looking up on Spotify to remind myself if this was the right one. And I think this this album cover is oh. the one I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember yeah. that one, yeah. Yeah. Solid. Um, and I'm trying to – I'm looking at the track list right now to see if I remember any words from it. Also, <laughs> this yeah, this album was only a half hour long. <laughs> <laughs> what? That is amazing. <laughs> 32 minutes, 6 seconds. How many songs are on it? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. This is like They're... a Ramones album. <laughs> They're just burning through. Each song is 2 minutes. <laughs> I like that for them. Some of the songs include, you know, covers like White Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a Christmas to Remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, hard candy Christmas. Oh, oh yeah. I've seen, Dolly. The, I've seen a video of her singing that, but I think she's on like a cruise ship, but like inside. <laughs> like, you know, you can't tell it's a <laughs> ship, but it, it looks like the inside of what a cruise ship in the 80s would look like. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I would yeah. imagine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, there's a song with bells on. I think that's the video that I may have seen. And yeah, again, very fuzzy memories, but it is very like stuck in me. And when yeah. I think of Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers, I think of Christmas. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah. yeah. What, I don't know how that dynamic came to be because I guess they were sort of both in country music, but mm-hmm. sort of country light, more like pop music maybe at yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And someone said these two, and then it became a juggernaut. We watched <laughs> the Graceland Christmas special this year because my husband is obsessed yeah. with mm-hmm. Elvis. Mm-hmm. So he was like, oh, we're watching this. And it was like <laughs> just basically pop stars of today at like random spots singing. Were they singing Elvis Christmas songs? Or just yes. Regular, okay. Yeah, they were singing Elvis Christmas songs. And Dolly Parton was, she didn't sing a song, but she gave a memory. And she was saying that when they she was young, they were so poor, they didn't have a TV. But she had heard about Elvis and he was going to have a special on. So she ran from her house, like across fields to some neighbor who had a TV and watched it <laughs> through their back window. Oh, geez, Dolly. Yeah. And she's like, and that's when I learned what sex appeal was. <laughs> She was talking about Elvis and his thrusting, and I was like, wow. And they just stuck this in the middle of, like, Post Malone singing an Elvis song and some country star I had never heard of, just right in the middle. And I was like, wow, Dolly Parton just admitted that she was creeping someone's backyard. Because she was hot after Elvis. Because she was hot after Mm -hmm. Elvis. And I was like, congratulations on your tenacity. Mm -hmm. Because I can tell you I'm not running through a lot of snow fields to watch much of anything. You know, I don't want to. Uh, I'm not one to speak ill of Dolly Parton, but I, I, I will say her version of "I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus" and she mm. sings it in a like a little girl's voice is really not for me. No, it's not really for not. Me. For no, me. no. <laughs> I don't care for it. I don't like that song to begin with. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, yeah, uh-huh, it's, but yeah, it's her singing it in a little girl's voice. There's some voice. really like uncomfortable, kind of even gross Christmas songs. Are there mm-hmm. like some that you really hate? I mean, that one. Obviously. Probably this a... isn't going to be popular, okay. but Feliz Navidad. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. It's because it's played too much. Yeah. It's always on. Well, part yeah. of it is, too, is there's not much to that song. No. It's just, I mean, they sing Feliz Navidad. Just over, over and, and over, over, and it yeah. sticks in your head. Yeah. yeah. Baby, It's Cold Outside would yeah, be another that's, one that's yeah. kind of. That's got some problematic it's, stuff in it. Yep. Yep. A bit rapey. Mm-hmm. Very rapey. Yeah. I don't love rapey. Santa Baby. Mm. I don't. Yeah. It has some connotations too. Yeah, I like Santa. Eartha Kit, but yeah, the mm-hmm. it always yeah. feels like it has to be sung in that kind of like your book, How to Pick Up Men, would suggest. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I got a, a lovely gift in our recent Friendsgiving, and maybe we should take a picture of it and put it on yes. social media. Yes, we it's should. called How to Pick Up Men. It's from 1972, and it's a, a, a woman surrounded by a bunch of dudes on the cover with some really uh, dated advice, you might say. <laughs> um, yeah. Do yeah, you mean it's... dated or do you mean tried and tested and tried and true? <laughs> tried and true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't see this. There's some pickup lines. Do you want to hear a couple pickup lines? I do lines? want oh, yeah, to hear yeah. some pickup okay. lines. Yes. 50 great opening lines. Okay. You have strong hands. <laughs> oh, my. Wait, wait, wait. This is one to a guy lighting a cigarette. Do you believe all those terrible things they say about cigarettes? <laughs> 
<laughs> you can modernize that for vaping. <laughs> um, oh, here's one. So you're supposed to use this on the elevator or in the lobby of an office building. Okay. Because men love looking at legs. The question is, is my hem straight? I'm going to an important meeting and I will look just right. Jeez Louise. Also, Gail, the author or the uh, the owner of this book, she underlined the terrible things about cigarettes line. <laughs> Here's another one she underlined. Did you just drop a quarter? <laughs> also, of course he hasn't. You've just pulled it out of your pocket. That was in parentheses. No. <laughs> Okay, maybe one more. Are you a demi? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay, another one that Gail underlined is, how do you spell prerogative? P-E-R or P-R-E? <laughs> it's your prerogative. <laughs> what? what? Fuck off, Gail. God damn it, Gail. <laughs> Who says, can you imagine that? I wouldn't know that someone was picking me up if they were like, how do you spell prerogative? Yeah. P-E-R, P-R. I'd be like, I don't, what? Yeah, ask Bobby Brown. <laughs> Wait, one more. <laughs> this is supposedly to an intellectual type. Do you agree with Wittgenstein that what can... <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> do you agree with Wittgenstein that what cannot be part of, that what cannot be put into words must be consigned to silence? <laughs> Oh my God, I need to read this more. I haven't. <laughs> I want to know. I want to play out scenarios uh-huh. in which someone is said, says that and what happens next. Yeah. In a funny coincidence, Wittgenstein is my safe word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, look, there's a chapter on how to spot a married man. <laughs> Do tell. Give me some ones that I wouldn't know. I mean, I'm assuming that we're assuming he doesn't wear a ring. I'm not as gullible now, but I still have to work to find out if the guy I've picked up is married. Here's how I operate. (laughs) She sounds like she's kidnapping him. Wait, here's how I operate. I ask. Oh, wait, wait. No, the next one is find out where he lives and call his house. Wow, this is... We should do a whole episode on this one. I'll just read it. In yeah. The, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. That'll be a bonus. Airports. Airports. <laughs> she really She's underlined it. She's underlined Airports it. are important. So are university libraries. Oh, yeah. University bookstores. Okay. Parks, museums. If she picks up a man in a park, I'm not sure she's who he is looking for. <laughs> Tennis courts and political arenas are also underlined as great places. To... Political oh, arena? Is there? Does she think there's actually an arena where you yeah. go? And then... That might be. Politics is the best thing that's happened to women since the vote. It's the perfect what? setup. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, no. It's the perfect setup for meeting men, and not just ordinary guys, but interesting professional types, <laughs> like lawyers and young executives. Okay. I hope you have a and shitty Christmas, you. Gail. Yeah. God. So, listeners, if you're hearing this part of it and you haven't looked at the cover on social media, you got it. You got to get uh-huh. to it. Yeah. It'll make a lot more it. sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. it will. Yeah. Regardless, that was good advice for mm-hmm. all yeah. of us to remember yeah. going into our Christmas get-togethers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At airports. Where you can pick up men. (laughs) I also love the trope of Christmas time, like movies and specials, that everybody's going back to their hometown for Christmas and like going out and like running into people, you know, either shopping or like they go to the bar restaurant. They're like, oh, I haven't seen you for 15 years. As someone who lived in Chicago for many years and I would come home most Christmases, my goal was to never see anyone I knew. (laughs) Yeah. Never, ever. Yeah. I feel like that's that lied to us. Like the reality is you come home and you're like, oh, nothing's changed and I need to leave immediately. Exactly. Not, oh, I should embrace this and go play darts <sighs> at the local watering hole. Maybe that's why I hate every Hallmark movie out there. I will say I think that uh, Gail's probably responsible for why at airports you can't park and wait for people to come out yeah. anymore. <laughs> like just in the, you know, the drop-off lane. You're right. Because uh-huh. she's probably just sat there for years waiting for a man to come out to take <laughs> home. A bunch of Gail's on the she's prowl. Still, yeah. She's still sitting there. <laughs> Or maybe Gail, you know, got her man because this was bought as a, at an estate sale. So mm. maybe this is just a reminder of how she got her man. 
Maybe she gave it every year to Christmas to someone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Remember, there's a whole chapter on what stewardesses know. <laughs> so, um, you know. I didn't see the back picture, however. The back cover is That's also another... something fun. Yeah. The front cover looks like an orgy is about to start. And the back cover is just like, eh, <laughs> here we like are. after the orgy went wrong. And yeah, yes. They all, none of them will look at each other. Uh -uh. The photographer said, now do a serious one. Yeah. <laughs> Also, is that that lady's arms? Because they look excessively long, look touching really that guy long. in front. They do. Don't they look those crazy? Oh, wow. She's the Grinch. She's got Grinch arms. Look at those hands. <laughs> I don't like it. Oh, my gosh. This So this is the problem. We didn't cover in the first chapter that I have excessively long uh -huh. arms that I can literally tie uh -huh. my shoes without bending over. Uh -huh. That's why I'm having trouble. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? Are we done with our heaping and helping so. of holiday? Heap and helping. I think fun. They've been heaped and helped. They sh <laughs> have a decent holiday. Mm -hmm. Have the holiday that you can have. Yeah. Under yeah. Circumstances. Make the most of it. Yeah. yeah. Remember to put this on and disappear from mm -hmm. the crowd for a while. Just remember, uh -huh. we're all in hell. Yep. <laughs> Always, you can blame COVID. Just do what you want to do. Just yeah. blame COVID. Yeah, good call. Mm -hmm. That's a that's good advice, actually. And worship Mariah, and you shall be saved. Uh huh. Yeah, she shall set you free. Until <laughs> next time. Fuzzy Memories is a Broads and Books production. It's hosted by Heath Smith. Aaron Johnston, and Amy Lee Lillard. The show is produced by Amy Lee Lillard. Follow us at Fuzzy Memories Pod on Instagram for clips and highlights. And follow us at Broads and Books Productions for updates on new shows coming your way. See you next time. <laughs>